people hurt people. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of times we are getting the brunt end of someone else's pain and it ain't even personal. Yeah. Another thing is principalities work through personalities. Come on. Ooh, that's good. So sometimes I'm dealing with the hurt of your past and it has nothing to do with me. I'm just getting the, the repercussions of the fact that you won't heal. Or like I said, personality, principalities are working through personality. So I'm either going to face a demon head on and say, get out of my face. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to realize, hold on, this might not be personal. At the same time, it is personal because it's us that's getting it. And we're mm-hmm. human too. Folk forget we as ministers have feelings too. We have mm-hmm. hearts too. We have all, and you know, you have to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's important. Here's the problem for, I would say 95%, let me be transparent Yeah. of my ministry. I have had walls put up thinking it was keeping all those nasty, mean folk out. Christians. Yes. <laughs> Can we say it again? <laughs> but all it was doing was keeping me in a cage. I was yes. I was keeping myself barricaded in. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, you can't come only this close. But then I'm like stuck. I'm going nowhere. So that don't work either. So you mm-hmm. have to learn the difference in walls and, and being healed and setting boundaries. There has to be a level of respect and understanding. But here's the bottom line. Hurt's going to come. Why? It, it, this is life. This is yes. life. We're going to hurt people. We're going to be hurt. Yeah. We have to keep doing and being about our father's business. So yeah. we mourn, we yeah. move. Yeah. We live, yeah. we learn. Yeah. And then when we start building those walls back up brick by brick, we got to take them back down. The only yeah. way to do that is in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Because I'm real quick to put up a wall and say, oh, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah. You connect to the building. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know exactly. Uh, this party, you don't need the RSVP too. Let me take that mm-hmm. invitation and let me just cancel that party. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. That's yeah, so is real, good. Man. It's real. It's valid too. And I want to yes. say that in ministry, pain is real. Your feelings are real. Even if it's petty, it's still valid because it's yours. So we got to move past it. We got to yeah. grow up and keep going. But it's it's still valid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Rachel. Because, because let me tell you something. I, uh, I got some stories. Lord have mercy of just you know being hurt by people. And hey, Pastor uh, Valentine is on one of our oh, other just some... last mates as well. Love you so yes. much, bro. But I tell you, um, that word boundaries that is something that I I had to learn to do because you know if, of course when you first come into the ministry you're just kind of naive that a Christian will go out of their way to hurt you like you just don't you don't think that people have the have the audacity you know the gusto to do something like that but people will and so what I had to learn how to do is release them still love them but i'm loving you from afar like i love you but i probably won't invite you over for christmas dinner anymore okay speaking of dinner yeah yeah. i want you to eat i don't want you to starve just not at my table exactly just not at my table i want you to be fed too just you can't sit with me no more at this table this table's reserved yes yes Yes. and this is it right i love that and, and I had to learn that because yeah. 
you know, I, I'm sometimes I can be kind of naive. So the true story, when I was born, I was literally born with a blonde streak in my head. And so my mama used to be like, girl, sometimes you're blonde. And then my husband says it too. He was like, you can be real blonde. So sometimes I can be very naive and I give people the benefit of the doubt, but nothing will open your eyes more than when you finally come to the realization of, oh, this person is really like, they really want to see me hurt. If this person could see me die, they would they would applaud, you know, Period. and but the thing of it is, it's I, I don't know if you've ever heard of this book. I'm sure you have. Have you ever read or heard of the bait of Satan? John, is that John Bevere? Yes. 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 Offense, Girl. isn't it? Yes. Girl, I read that book last year. And when I tell you, Pastor Rachel, I didn't even know that I was dealing with bitterness from certain people. I thought that because like I wasn't thinking about them every day that I was over it. But I had to, I, I took my time reading that book because the conviction power of the Lord that was coming through that book. But I tell you, um, I had to learn, like I said a moment ago, I had to learn how to release people, love them from afar, from but afar. accept the fact that, you know, you can't, you can't get that close anymore. And you I, did that I to just, yourself. So don't even yeah. be mad about it. That wasn't exactly. that was you. Exactly. You, you did that. You, you did that. Yeah. yeah and you I'm, did that. Listen, one thing about boundaries too, is this Yeah. as ministers, yeah. as first ladies, and also as co-pastors, that's what mm. we both are that's to our right. churches. Yeah. Their boundaries, man, that's a hard balance in the home. Yes. When you yeah. are co-pastoring and then you both go back to the same house. Because if you don't set boundaries, when you go home, the church goes home with you. And however many members, be it five or five million, they're oh. in the house with you too. Yeah. And without boundaries, your marriage. Yeah. Because look here, uh, I don't share. It's me yeah. and David Tucker. I don't, yeah. I did not marry all of them. I married him. I did not marry yes. the church. I married him. And so Come without on. boundaries, then you bring that home. Yeah. You got a whole new mess. That's so good. And you didn't sign up for that, but it happens. So yeah. there has to be boundaries there. And I'm going to yeah. tell you something. My mm -hmm. husband is so quick to forgive. It's, it's honestly, uh, it's, not, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Like, I didn't even confess the whole thing yet. And he's already like, let's go have dinner. I'm like, but you ain't mad. Yeah. He literally, when the Bible says to turn the other cheek, he just keeps yeah. spinning. Like, she yes. just keep hitting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I'm like, remember what the word says to mark those? I'm like, let mm -hmm. me mark them. Let me really mark them. Yes, yes. So, so there even has to be boundaries there where yes. I have to say, pull back now. Hold on a minute. They were just being human. Give them another chance. But he mm -hmm. has had to learn how to present boundaries to where you can't just keep doing the same old, same old, taking yeah, advantage yeah. of him, doing all this. Girl, boundaries yes. are not easy. They're not yeah, easily they're made. Not. They're yeah. not. Not yeah. when you are co-pastoring, living yeah. with your pastor in the same house. Mm, that's, that's hard. So How do you yeah. do that and keep boundaries in your home for your marriage sake? Yeah. For the ministry's sake. We yeah, got for the marriage. For yeah. the marriage. Yeah. I tell you, that was something that I really had to learn to do because like you said, I love what you said. You can bring that stuff in your house, 
-hmm. and you're wondering why all of the like there have been times like um uh you know we we've been laughing we were laughing one minute and the next minute we're like feeling like this anger all of a sudden right. come over us like that thing can just come from up out of nowhere and so it's like you have to discern like okay is god coming or is this coming on me because god wants to speak to me concerning it or is it coming on me because it's a distraction i tell you yes. what I, if i can be honest with you guys every pastor if they if they have not adopted this i would advise every pastor that every every monday you take off and you rest and so that's something that you know we try to do because believe it or not guys on the sunday we're working you know even even if um, you know, I, the, I didn't preach on that Sunday. Like I'm still working because, you know, we're up in the morning and we're praying and we're, we, we are preparing the service. All that stuff will tire you out. And so on the Monday, you know, we try to rest, but what happened, and this used to happen like years ago, what would happen every Monday is that we would get some type of phone call that would pull us right back into ministry. Yeah. And what would happen, Pastor Rachel, is we would fall for it every time because every we're time. Thinking, yeah, we would be like, you know, we're the pastor, so we have to do this. You know, they're expecting us to do this. And what would happen is we would start off our week just very frustrated and very yes. overwhelmed until we realize that if the enemy can't stop you, he will get behind you and push you. And so we started to realize like, hey, we got to put our foot down. There's that word again, boundary. Boundary. We have to put our foot down and say, no, we cannot do this today. Not because, you know, okay, I know we, we're all grown on here. Can I say it? Say it. <laughs> Not because, you know, we want to be cuddled up all day and have sex, even though that might be a part of it. <laughs> even though some of us do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what we do on Mondays folks and so but it's not just because of that but it's also because you know we want to go into this week completely focused we want to go into right. this week being able to hear god's voice not being frustrated at each other not being frustrated at our children not being frustrated at our church not going right. into burnout oh that my part, god you know why because the yeah. devil can't take us out so yeah. he tries to stress us out and Come wear on. us out and you yes. know, good and well, if it starts on a Monday and a Monday is Mondaying, girl, yes. the whole week, the it's whole just, week, it's, it's like a, a domino effect. If you yes. will, it's yeah. like one thing after another, you have to make boundaries and say yes. for you, it's Monday. You are not going to answer the phone call. You are yes. not going to go and do the ministry here, do the ministry there. And it doesn't mean you hang up your Christian coat. Exactly. You're not going to be in public and be nasty or a mm -hmm. sinner. It just yeah. means all those ministry things. Yeah. I got to minister to me. Yes. How am I yes. supposed to be a mom and a wife or even your co-pastor? Yeah. If I don't take care of me, I Come am on. the worst. I'm the worst. Mondays yeah. are my cleaning days. Yes. You know what it looks like? Yeah. I literally put on some old gym clothes and I pull out the cleaning supplies and I put on the worship music and I go Come to Come on. Yes. Because what, what happens to me is when I physically am tired and you know this, when the... On Sundays, when the anointing leaves your body, girl, you are like drained. Exactly. So you come up Monday and you're physically yeah. tired. It affects you mentally. Yes, it does. Then if you get in your mind and allow yeah. the enemy to take place and set up a stronghold, spiritually you're affected. 
Yes. And don't ask me come Wednesday at church yeah. why I'm the one in the altar. It's because I didn't set boundaries <laughs> on Monday. Yeah. When I'm down there laying hands on sister so-and-so, yes. I'm really trying not to choke her out. And all the while you think I'm just praying. Yes. That it's is what it Monday, is. I didn't take care of me. Then exactly. my husband comes home and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing's wrong. Exactly. And nothing Come is on. wrong. I just yeah. Take care of me. Yeah. Yeah. And we we deserve time off too. Yes. Even though you know in ministry there's really not time off. Yes, yeah, not. <laughs> we have to we have to okay, we talked about this earlier, pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We maintenance our cars. We get yeah. oil changes. We get our tires rotated. Yeah. I'm not really sure what else we do. I know how to drive the car and I know how to put yeah. gas in it. Exactly. But at the house, we change our air filters and we do the painting when something, you know, needs an extra coat or yeah. we oil up with some WD-40, the hinges when they start making noise. Yeah. Why aren't we maintenancing ourselves and our mm-hmm. marriages like we do all these other things in life? Oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. Why yeah. don't we do that with our marriage? Why don't oh, we do that with ourselves like we do all those other things on Mondays yes, or for yeah. somebody, maybe a Thursday night? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why don't we yeah. take it to the pastor? Why don't we do that? What in the yeah. world? Yeah. And and what we had, I, and it was so good what we were talking about earlier, because one thing that I had said, I think that we get so used to knowing that our spouse ain't going nowhere. He or she's mm-hmm. always going to be there. And they understand that, you know, I've, I've got an assignment. They've under, they understand that I've got to go to the church when the church calls. I got to right. make sure that the church is in order that we completely forget that if we, we completely forget that after a while, something will arise and it will cause a lot of pressure to come on us. And that pressure is going to reveal what we have made priority. After a while, it's going to do. It's going to do it. The pressure will. And you know, you are so right. And you know what it often reveals? Come on. That you sacrificed your marriage on the altar of ministry. Come on. This is it right here. (laughs) You mean to tell me folk are literally getting people saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, casting out devils, raising people uh, from the dead, seeing the blind, uh, you know, they're seeing the deaf or hearing and you end up in divorce court. Come on. How does that, how does that happen? Yeah, Yeah, this is it. This, this is, is real weird. talk and people don't I'm want to talk you. about it, but so many things are pulling us as pastors and pastors, wives, just life, ministry, the yes. children, ourself. Yeah. I'm telling you. You end up sacrificing your marriage on the altar of ministry. Yeah. Girl. Not me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had to come to the place where I was like, oh no, I'm not. I love you guys. But yep. this doesn't have anything to do with love. This has to do, here's that word again, this has to do with boundaries. And I'm not going to allow, because one thing that, you know, uh, me and my husband, we always say, like, at the end of the day, you know, you've done all of this great stuff for your church and for your ministry. But at the end of the day, the ministry is not going to be in the bed with you at night holding you. Like, it's just not going to happen. 
Come they be, on. They're not going to be the ones that's going to be like cooking every night, taking care of the kids, washing, doing whatever it is that you need to do to function as a family. Right, it's right. just not going to happen. And so, oh my God, that is so good. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You can't no, have that. Absolutely not. And then yeah. what? The devil wins. The enemy wins. And we're another statistic in the church house. Yes. You know, when the world and the church looks about the same when it comes to divorce. Yeah. You yeah. got a problem. Yeah. We know yeah. there's an enemy loose, but we're not, we're not, yeah. but we're falling for his tactics. That's the problem. Yes. Yeah. Not waking up. Yeah. They're doing it out of choice. Like, well, I just don't feel like being married anymore. Mm. We're doing it and know full well that it's the enemy and we just let them come on in. Yeah. And that's, that's the trick of the enemy. He can, he will wear you out. The, yep. Oh my God, this is so good. He'll allow you to do all of this ministry, a, a, accomplish all of these great exploits. He'll allow you to do all of that, wear you out to the point where you're now burnt out so yes. that when it's time to now fight for your marriage, you don't have the strength to do it. And you're Nothing's just like, left. you know what? Do me a favor. Just go ahead and leave. And this is what I've heard people say, because I can do better without you. But that wasn't that wasn't the way that it started. When you guys first took this vow, you had a vision and you you saw yourselves touching the world. You saw yourselves touching people. So how is it that 10 years later, 20 years later, that has changed? What crept in? I think this. I think yeah. they forgot that they are not in covenant with the congregation. Mm -hmm. They're in covenant mm -hmm. with their spouse. Come on. I this honestly think, you know, I think that's what it is. We've yeah. God will take care of the church. We're we're yes. his bride. We our spouse needs to take care of us, his yes. bride, and vice versa. Yeah. You hear yeah. this all the time. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It needs <laughs> yeah. to be this happy spouse, happy house. Come on. Children are affected, and then they're gonna grow up and do ministry because we're doing ministry. Next thing you know, they're divorced too. Oh, no, 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 no. no. We're going to yeah. stop the madness. We're not going to create a cycle. We're here to mm -hmm. break that mess. Come on. Restore marriage and do yeah. it by boundaries. Do it yes. that way. Figure yes. out what that looks like for you and your marriage and you and your home right. and you and your ministry. But here's the thing too, Pastor Chanel. Yeah. Ministry does not necessarily mean, I think I want them to know this. It's not yeah. just you and I as pastors. Mm. pastors Come on. Submitting to our husband. Your mm -hmm. ministry might be this. Um, going out and taking clothes to the homeless when no one sees. And mm -hmm. you could become so consumed with being in your vehicle, trying to find the people on the streets, trying to give them food and clothes and doing all. You're so consumed. You didn't set up boundaries. It doesn't mean it's necessarily behind a camera on a platform behind a pulpit. Ministry yeah. is ministry. Ministry is ministry. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so good. That's so you good. Become consumed. Doing good. Yeah. Do yeah. being about our father's business. Doing yes. good, mm, mm. but not doing it right. Yeah, and this this is the thing. This is what I really sense because um I can really feel the anointing coming from this particular topic. Mm. I feel like there are so many pastors out there, pastors' wives that are co-pastors, whatever your title is. 
you love God, you love ministry, but it it has consumed you to the point where you forgot about your first priority. Oh and so this God. is what I want to do because we got we got four minutes All right. left. Can you believe it? This is so no. we gotta do this again. We're gonna God, do it again. We went like so fast. It's not fair. Yeah. But this is what I want to do, Pastor. I'm gonna ask you to pray for individuals out there right now that are struggling with this. They're doing the work of the Lord, but they are completely consumed and they don't know that they're on the brink of losing their family. Ooh. Come on, let's pray for them right now. Yes, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just speak to every marriage, every yes, person God. that is watching us right now. God, me and Pastor Chanel, we are coming together in agreement. So we know, God, that you are here in the midst and we speak life over these marriages. We speak life over your mind in the name of Jesus. You shall live and not die and declare the word and the works of the Lord. Your marriage will make it in the name of Jesus. And every assignment, every plot, every plan, every scheduled attack right now in the name of Jesus, be broken right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for our sisters and our brothers who are watching, who feel like God, they can't go on. They can't take another step. God, allow them to feel the strength of the Holy Spirit. Let them not grow weary in well-doing. Father, while they are marching and they are moving, God, for the kingdom, while they're preaching, while they're prophesying, while they're praying, laying hands on the sick, doing all these things, would you bring us back into mm -hmm. the right priority? Would you show us where we are lacking? Would you convict us, God, when we're going ahead of you or lagging behind what it is you've called for us to do? Father, we repent, God, for being in de uh, delayed obedience, God, because that is disobedience. We ask you, God, to allow us to do nothing more and nothing less than what you have for us. But God, strengthen your sons and your daughters. I, I renounce every lie that is spoken that makes you believe that you're not enough. That makes yes. you think you can't do it. You can do all things through Christ in the name of Jesus, which is the name above all names. You're going to make it. Your marriage is going to make it. Your ministry is going to make it in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, in advance that this is done in the name of Jesus. In the, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come Jesus. on, guys. If y'all were blessed by today's broadcast, let me see some hearts, Woo! lights, one, one, ones. This woman of God, Pastor Rachel, thank you so much for just coming yes. on here and blessing us today. All of this wisdom. I tell you what, we're going to have you back on again because there's, there's so much more in this thing. It's not so even much. funny. Like, so I much. feel, yeah, I feel like. I feel like next time we need to speak to women that feel like they can't submit to their spouse. They, they, okay. they're just, yeah, they, they, their heart is just too callous to yes. be that vulnerable. So we're going to have Woo! you back on for sure. Part two coming up. Yeah. Part two, part stay two. tuned. Yeah. Stay yeah. Tuned. Come on. Yes, I love it. I love it. And I love you guys as well. Thank you so much for tuning into today's broadcast. Um, if you guys want to sew uh, on yes. this, you definitely can. Um, it will definitely be a
a blessing. And um, and so whatever it is that God lays on your heart, you can do. My giving information is right up above my head. And so after this broadcast, you will see that and you can be a blessing. Somebody said, I'm waiting for part two. I am too. Part two. Yeah. Y'all want to see more and hear more about marriage and ministry? Put a part two. Write that in the comments. Part two. Yes. Part two. Oh, we're going to do this again. Hey, and you know what, Pastor Chanel? Yeah. Why not challenge them to write the questions to you that they need answered? Yes. That's good, y'all. Y'all heard her write it down and we will definitely uh, uh, take, we will definitely read out your questions and uh, begin to start seeing how we're going to respond to them. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. Now, I always end my broadcast like this. And so let's get ready to shout it if you know what I'm finna say. Remember, Wednesdays are, are for women. women.